Welcome into Free Money Friday every day. I am Michael Pappas. I can't get the mic working correctly, but here we go. Last night went 11 and 7, but, 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 4 0 in the NBA. And three, four of those losses in college basketball, two of them were, uh, on over-unders by a combined three points, so that's the worst. And then uh, the other two were uh, Auburn's dumpster fire of a game against Ole Miss, where double overtime, you can't expect to get uh, get an under in a double overtime game, and Auburn was up by five in the first overtime, so it would be really cool if they could have just, uh, I don't know, covered the spread. So yeah, we're going to move on, on to the next one, as they say, and we are on to Wednesday. We'll start with the NBA. Up to 52% in the NBA now, so we're going to keep it rolling. Bulls at the Pacers under one under 214 is the play here. Chicago, not a very good basketball team, and uh, it looks like for Indiana, Miles Turner and Malcolm Brogdon both questionable in this game. Oladipo is making his return to the NBA tonight. However, don't know what his usage rate or his uh, his minutes are going to look like. I anticipate both being rather low uh, just because it's his first game back. So uh, I do like the under in that game. I don't know who's going to win, but I don't think there's going to be a ton of points. Uh, Memphis minus two and a half at the Knicks. We took Memphis on the money line last night. They won for us. Nice little sprinkle there. Both of these teams are on a back-to-back, but the Knicks stink. So uh, we are going to hope that Memphis just does not decide to rest a bunch of its best players and that they will win and cover a small spread in two and a half. Uh, they've been playing a lot better lately. They've got a great young core. 11% of the bets are at the Knicks on the time of recording. Uh, that's like the fourth lowest bet percentage since 2007 or something like that. So we will ride with literally everyone else and take Memphis minus two and a half here. Uh, the Knicks are real bad. Real bad. The Thunder minus two and a half at the Kings. The Thunder are 18 and five against the spread on the road this season. We are going to ride that trend in this game. Thunder minus two and a half at the Kings Rockets at the trailblazers. I like the over at two thirty-eight and a half in this game. It's a battle of two very good backcourts. I think they're going to compete, try to prove who's better. Um, I think Lillard and McCollum are going to try to score a bunch of points to show that they're just as good as Harden and Westbrook. They're not, but that's good for us because we like points a lot. NCAA basketball, we're still working our way back up to 50% after some uh, some questionable things happened. And that starts tonight. DePaul plus 9.5 at Seton Hall. We also like the under at 143 in that game. DePaul this season, they have scored 68 points or fewer, 68 points or fewer in three out of the last four games that didn't go into overtime. They should be able to slow things down a lot against the Seton Hall team, who's very good. They have won nine in a row. They've only given up 71 or fewer in five of their last six games. So I, I based on those two stats alone, DePaul can't score 70 points, and Seton Hall doesn't give up more than 71 points. I don't know how they're going to get to 143, so I like the under there. I do think DePaul is going to be able to keep this game close within single digits, so I like them plus 9.5. Alabama plus 5.5 at LSU, and I also like a little sprinkle on Alabama on the money line here. Alabama 5-1 and one against the spread as an underdog this season, 5-2 and two against the spread as an away team, and 15-4 and four against the spread on the season. That's good for number two in the country. Alabama's won four straight games. They're top 10 nationally in points per game, made three-pointers, total rebounds, and foul shots attempted. They're top five nationally in possessions per game. Uh, they've got a, a backcourt member, Petty. He's shooting like 53% on three-pointers away from home. 
36% of bets, 67% of the money is on Alabama in this game. LSU in their last four games against unranked opponents, their margin of victory has been three points per game. They've relied on a, a rebounding edge all season. Like I said, Alabama top 10 nationally in total rebounds. They, LSU does not have a rebounding edge in this game. I think they're going to struggle with the positionless basketball of Alabama. And LSU has been playing with fire, especially in um, uh, in SEC play. So I like Alabama plus five and a half. I, I think they're definitely going to cover. And I, I think they've got a real good shot to actually win this game. So I do like the money line sprinkle there. Dayton at Duquesne. Duquesne Duquesne is spelled D-U-Q-U-E-S-N-E. I found out today you say it, Duquesne. Shout out Justin Ferguson. Uh, I like Duquesne plus eight and a half in this game. Um, Dayton is obviously very, very good. They're undefeated in conference play, 18 and two overall. They've got Obi Toppin, who's an incredible player. They're number one in the nation in effective field goal percentage, but... They allowed Richmond to shoot 53% from three in their last game. That's not good. Uh, Duquesne's hit five straight unders against Dayton. They've given up 73 or fewer points in three of their last four games. They're one of the slowest tempos in the A-10. They have one of the best shot-blocking defenses in the country. They're number five in defensive block percentage in the entire country. They've suffered two straight road losses, and now they're coming into this game at home. I think they're going to be happy to be back home, and I think they're going to be able to really slow down this Dayton team. Number two in Duquesne is number two in the A-10 for defensive field goal efficiency. They should be the best defense Dayton has played so far this season. 34% of bets, 64% of the money on Duquesne. I do like Duquesne plus 8.5 in this game. Up next, Incarnate Word at Houston Baptist, over 168.5. Houston Baptist loves giving up points. They hate defense. They don't play it at all. Um, in their last five games, I think that they're – I don't have this number ahead of me in front of me. For I don't know why I didn't write it down, but I believe their their scoring total is like – the numbers they give up are like 90, 93, 95. I, I think two of their last 10, they've given up over 100. 168.5 is a very high total, and I still don't think it's high enough. I like Houston Baptist – hosting incarnate word over 168 and a half south dakota state at oral roberts oral roberts is minus three and a half in this one we like oral roberts they're four and zero against the spread at home 11 and five against the spread on the season home teams in the summit league as favorites are covering at 75 percent in league play and 70 percent for the year on top of that oral roberts has scored below 79 points in one game this season so i like oral roberts to cover the spread continue the trend minus three and a half Oral Roberts. Indiana at Penn State. Penn State favored by five and a half. Indiana's defense is poopy. In conference play, they have been near the bottom in every major category almost. They're 10th in the conference in three-point percentage defense, 11th in effective field goal percentage and two-point percentage, 12th in defensive turnover percentage. They're fourth worst in the conference in offensive turnover percentage. In the nation, they're 257th in free throw percentage, averaging 67.7% which is even worse in conference play. It's below 66%. Uh, They're not balanced on offense at all. They get 56% of their points from inside the arc, and they're 1-3 against the spread on the road with a spread differential of minus 35. That's going to be a real big issue tonight because Penn State is 10-1 at home with an average margin of victory at 20 points per game. They're third in the conference in offensive turnover percentage, 36th in the nation in offensive turnover percentage. They don't turn the ball over very much. They're very balanced offensively. 30% of their points come from threes, 52%-ish come from two-point field goals. I mean, this is 
this is a spot for Penn State. I don't see this being really even a close game, so I'll happily give five and a half on Penn State. Up next, Iowa State is hosting number one Baylor tonight. I like Iowa State plus four and a half in this one. Fading the public in big conferences has covered at about a 58%, and so we're fading the public in this one at Iowa State plus four and a half. Um, Iowa State honestly has not played very well this season. They already lost to Baylor once. Uh, they're 10-9 and nine against the spread this season, but they have shown improvement. They took Auburn, kind of took Auburn down to the wire on Saturday. Not really. Uh, you'd expect a bounce-back effort from Tyrese Halliburton. He's been okay lately. Uh, he forced a shot from the perimeter in the last game against Baylor. Baylor's letting up the highest percentage of its opponent's production from inside the arc, about 52%. And the Cyclones are uh, 100th in the country in two-point scoring rate at about 53%, so look for that. Also, Baylor shot 48% from three against Florida on Saturday. You have to imagine that's going to regress and regress hard for this game, so I do like this to be a close game between Iowa State and Baylor. Baylor's played quite a few close games this season, obviously not counting that Florida game. Finally, we have some plays for poor against the spread versus good against the spread tonight. Uh, like we normally do. Wofford minus seven and a half at Citadel. Wofford is one of the slowest teams in college basketball, and they're a pretty good three-point shooting team. Uh, This game has the potential to be pretty close because uh, Citadel is top 20 in regards to tempo in the nation. Uh, I expect Wofford to be able to slow them down, though. The next uh, the next play here is another poor against the spread versus good against the spread game. West Virginia at Texas Tech. Texas Tech only seven and eleven against the spread this season. They are minus two, coming off a a tough fought game against Kentucky. Uh, so I did take Texas Tech minus two, but I, I do think there's a very good chance West Virginia wins this game. And so I also sprinkled West Virginia on the money line. So either way, we're going to come out a winner in that game, uh, unless Texas Tech wins by one, which would just be I will be so angry. Uh, Chattanooga at Samford plus Samford is plus three and a half in this one. That's the play. Uh, another poor against the spread versus good against the spread. And the last one is Xavier minus one hosting Marquette poor against the spread. Good against the spread. Um, that is why we're on those four. Wofford minus seven and a half. Texas Tech minus two. Samford plus three and a half. And Xavier minus one. Two money line sprinkles tonight. Alabama and West Virginia. Uh, finally, the Mike pick two tonight. Uh, it hit last night, just saying. Penn State money line hosting Indiana and TCU money line hosting Texas. Texas has just been absolutely putrid lately. Um, I, I I guess I shouldn't say I expect that to continue, but I do think TCU should be able to get a home win against a Texas team that is flailing. You parlay, parlay those two together, you get plus 122 on the odds. That is going to do it for me today. Hopefully tomorrow I'll be able to come back and say that I uh, crushed it. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and I uh, really appreciate it. Follow me on Twitter at CatchPapTato. Catch Free Money Friday every day live on ESPN 1067's Twitter account at 3 p.m. It's Free Money Friday.